purpose is to help people um, become the best version of themselves. Welcome to the Purposeful Story Podcast, where we interview entrepreneurs, drivers, and social impactors who use purpose as the driver to achieve greatness. My name is Kobe Mponsa, and I'm here to provide you with priceless value that will last a lifetime. So let's get right into it. All right, so today we have Ashley Wright owner of the Right Success Coaching Business that focuses on helping people become the best version of themselves. She's also an avid investor in cryptocurrency, and she helps educate people on how to invest in cryptocurrency. So Ashley, thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me, Colby. I'm excited. Me how too. are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I always say I'm blessed. I'm just trying to take advantage of my blessings. That's the way I always look at it. Definitely, definitely have to be positive and be productive as well. So I love it. For sure. So Ashley, um, you know, I just, we were just talking about this before we started, like your name, you, the Ash, the right success. It makes so much, it makes so much sense. I just <laughs> want to say that I love that, that, that tagline, the name of your business. It makes, it's your name, but Thank it fits you. directly into your business. It's, what made you think of that? Like, um, to be honest, I always love to have or whenever I'm creating or thinking about branding, I always try to come up with something that is memorable. And so kind, kind of wanting to, you know, play with the words a little bit, I decided to really incorporate my name with it, um, as well as a word that represents what my brand is about, which of course is success. And so I really just kind of, you know, put it together and uh, it really stuck with, with, um, stuck with me and I was just excited about it and it, and it works. I love it. All right. So Ashley, first off, how are you doing during these times? We're in the middle of a pandemic um, and there's lots of stuff, you know, we're in the middle of like a race war as well. And the market, we're in a downturn market, but how are you coping during these times? Um, yeah, I mean, right now things have been very, very crazy. I think between everything that's going on in the world, it's just a lot. Um, however, um, I think that there's still been a lot of um, pro. Um, to some of the situation in terms of opportunities to really focus on, um, you know, ourselves and, and focus on being productive during this time, as well as trying to build or maintain that positive mindset. So definitely for me, I've been doing a lot of self-development, which is something I'm very passionate about. So doing a lot of reading or audiobooks, <laughs> that's uh, my, my preference. Um, and then also making sure that I am um, you know, mastering my skills in different areas that I am, am passionate about. So definitely just been taking advantage of that extra time at home um, and also using that time to connect with family, um, you know, all over the world and just, you know, keep in touch and maintain those connections as well. Makes, makes a lot of sense. I mean, I always say in every crisis or every downturn market or every rough scenario, there's always room for opportunity. So it's good to see exactly. that you're, you're exactly. still, you still have that mindset. Makes a lot of sense. So Ashley, yes, where, were you, where, where were you, sorry to cut you off, but where were you born and raised? Sorry. 
So I was born in Toronto, um, but I spent most of my time in Brampton, actually. So I basically was uh, raised in Brampton most of my life. Okay. Yeah, that's similar to me. Mm-hmm. I, was, I, was born, I was born in Toronto and I was there until I was like six or something like that or seven. But same, I, I've, I've been in Brampton most of my life as well. That's awesome. So what is... Yeah, it's been pretty good. I did spend some time in, uh, in Dallas, Texas. Um, mainly for some business, which was pretty interesting as well. Um, was out there for about just under a year. Um, but like I said, most of my life has been has been in Brampton. Got you. And what inspired you to become a success coach? Like, where did that inspiration come from? Oh, that's a good question. Um, to be honest, I uh, just that experience that I had where I uh, was able to join business with my parents enjoying what they were doing I was around a lot of self-development a lot of um, you know what it really means or what it really takes to start a business and grow a business and so I was really in that environment a lot um, at such a young age I believe I started uh, or they started their business when I was about 17 or so and so that's when I really got that introduction to that space Um, and I just fell in love with um, self-development and being able to, you know, change your mindset to being able to change your outcomes and really design your lifestyle. Um, and I've realized that, you know, really everything goes back down to to mindset and your perspective. You know, even when we were just talking about, you know, COVID and that whole situation, right, really goes back to your mindset and how you view the situation, whether it's, you know, positive or a negative. And so I really just fell in love with self-development and helping people. And I really feel like that's part of my purpose as well. So I, I really wanted to create something where I can go out and provide um, information, provide videos, provide um, services as well that help people um, work on themselves and also help them to, you know, dominate and live in their purpose also. I love it. And that's, that's why I, I was, I was happy to, to have you on the show. Cause all we, we focus on here is purpose, right? If you don't have purpose in life, um, your actions aren't as clear as they should be. So, um, you're, you're speaking, you're speaking truth, you're speaking truth. Exactly. I love it. Thank you. So how does one know they need to become a success? Or what, how does one know that they actually need a success coach? Like how do like, do they have to be in a rough situation to have, to know, okay, I need a success coach. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you know that? Very good. That's a good question also. Um, I think, first of all, success is different for everybody, right? I don't mm-hmm. think it means um, you have to be in a bad situ- situation in order to require or need a success coach, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, when you think about success, it could be various different things. So some people you know, it may be a certain financial um, circumstance, right? For other people, it may just be certain goals that they, um, once they achieve that, to them, that is what success is. And it could even be the smallest thing, right? So it really kind of just depends on, you know, your goals and your vision for your life. And if you actually want more than what you currently have. And you're willing to act on it because I think a lot of people want more in life, but they're not willing to actually take the steps you need to in order to actually do it. And so for those people that, you know, understand the situation and they want more out of life or they want a different outcome, um, that's 
where you have to use the resources around you, you know, get mentoring or get coaching um, to help you get from where you are to where you really want to be. And so, like I said, I don't think you have to be, um, you know, in a bad situation. I think success is different for everybody. Very true. Very mm-hmm. true. Definitely. So, so what is your definition of success, Ashley? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, there are so many different things that I want to accomplish. Um, but I think it all goes, for me, it's really just being able to impact people's lives. So if I can have, you know, even let's say 100 people that can say, you know, because of you, I've been able to accomplish A, B, and C, or because of you coming into my life, helping me to become better, I've become a better person. So just being able to have that influence or provide that or make that impact on people's lives, that to me is success. So it's not necessarily, um, it's not like the typical money or fame or anything like that. It's really just being able to leave an imprint, um, you know, in other people's lives. That to me is, is, is true success for me. Fair enough. And you're also a cryptocurrency investor. Um, you know, that, that industry, I mean, I think, you know, the last couple of years, it's kind of, um, I mean, the buzz around it, I should say, and my, from what I see, at least it's kind of cooled mm-hmm. down. Um, but what attracted you to, to, to cryptocurrencies? Yeah, for sure. Um, believe it or not, I, uh, I actually got connected or first heard about cryptocurrency through my parents. Um, like I said, wow. I was working with them. Um, at a young age, and so a lot of the businesses they were they were doing, I kept hearing them talking about Bitcoin and online wallet, and I'm like, what is that, right? And you know, they started to tell me a little bit about it that it's a digital currency and whatnot, and I'm like, okay, that sounds odd. I don't really know. I've never heard of something like that before, but nonetheless, you know, I was able to get my hands on some, and they I set up my online um, wallet, and I I think at the time I had maybe about like three hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin at the time. And I'm like, okay, great. Yes, I have it. Whatever. I just left it there and totally forgot about it. And literally a couple months um, after, I logged back into my online wallet where I had my Bitcoin. And that $300 went to $900 in just a couple months. And I was just like, whoa, I need to to learn more about this. Um, And so literally ever since then, I've just been, um, you know, just been in or just went full force with it. And, you know, started to really learn, understand how it works, learn um, a little bit more on the blockchain side as well. Um, but it's very interesting. And, you know, I, it's definitely something that's a passion of mine. It's something that I you know, enjoy educating people on as well. Hmm. And what were you, what were you, you said when you were originally working with your parents, what were you doing with your parents? Yeah. Um, so they had their own um, marketing company and they also did direct sales as well. Nice. I can see that in your, mm-hmm. you know, everything that you're doing. I can see it translating. Okay. So thank you. Can you explain the the concept behind cryptocurrency? Like, can you explain, like, give us a cold notes version of what cryptocurrency is? Yeah, for sure. Um, to keep it very, very simple, it is simply a digital currency. Um, and to kind of paint the picture or relate it to something that we already have today. Um, kind of think about when, you know, you're doing online banking um, or even sending like an e 
transfer to someone else, like you're able to log into your account, you know, online, be able to see it, make transactions, but you, it's not something that's tangible. Right. And so mm -hmm. everything where that currency is online. So if you want to send it to somebody else, similar process in the sense where um, with typical cash, you would just send it, um, you know, to their email with this, you know, they have an ID um, that references their account. So it's very similar where you're still um, being able to do, you know, lots of different transactions online, but it's not something that's tangible. Um, and I think the other biggest difference, aside from it not being tangible, is the fact that it's um, decentralized in the sense where that simply means that, you know, it's not something that's government regulated. So there's a lot of freedom with it because really, you know, that currency, the money that you have, you can do anything you want with it without any limitations in terms of how much you can send to anybody or how much you can spend per day. So people love it because you don't have to worry um, about that compared to, you know, the regular Canadian or, or U.S. dollar where you have limits on, on, your, on your card. Hmm. Now, just to, just to challenge, politely challenge you on, on uh, cryptocurrency, you know, a lot of people will say that, you know, um, cryptocurrency is something that's very risky, you know, sort of unpredictable. They don't really know where it's going. Um, and I'm sure you've probably encountered those same responses. Um, how, how do you, you mitigate, you know, that risk or what's your response to that in general? For sure. Um, it is the thing that would people would, the reason people would say that it's risky is because right now the currencies are pretty volatile. Mm -hmm. Um, now I always let people know, right. There's different opportunities in the cryptocurrency space and depending mm -hmm. on how or which opportunity, or which strategy you're using, the volatility can actually be a plus and allow you to actually make money as well. Um, but for those people that are just getting started in the industry, whether it's investing or trading or whatnot, um, the biggest thing goes back to education. And I know, I remember back in 2017 when, you know, Bitcoin was just going up, a lot of people were jumping in, investing, people getting loans, people are, you know, using their credit cards just to, to get their hands on some but a lot of people lost money because you know they didn't have the education they didn't know what they were investing in they just heard the buzz around it and wanted to get involved and so it really goes down to education and that's the best way to really minimize your risk if you have somebody that's been through it that knows how it works and they're actually step-by-step -step guiding you um around what to do what not to do and how to avoid um a lot of those risks as well so that's the that's the most important thing is education um, and the coaching. Well said. And can you elaborate on um, what block te uh, chain, blockchain technology is? Because that's actually, I, th I definitely think cryptocurrency is going to be something of the future. Um, but in terms of blockchain, I think that's already, you know, being implemented. Can you elaborate and explain on in terms of what that is? Yeah. Um, blockchain, I actually always tell people, blockchain is actually a little bit more, gets me a little bit more excited than cryptocurrency, um, just because there's so many different applications for it. Um, but yes, um, to kind of relate it to, you know, modern day now and how it really works, think of, think of the internet, right? And how you have the internet and then you have, you know, different websites that you go to. Um, the internet would be equivalent to blockchain technology in the sense where that's the technology that really hosts all the different platforms. 
right? And then you have Bitcoin, which is just one cryptocurrency, and that is an outcome or just one application um, similar to, let's say, a website like Google, right? So um, blockchain technology is really the fun foundation um, of how cryptocurrency even exists. So it's really just um, cryptocurrency is really just the the largest of the yeah the largest application use that we have right now for blockchain. But essentially, that's literally um, the underlying technology of it all. Okay, and it's mm-hmm. I feel like um, probably I, I'd assume you know cryptocurrency or and blockchain and or blockchain. Um, it's been a little bit more relevant now because of the pandemic. Everyone has to do things from home. Um, have you seen an increase in use of of those two things? Yeah, definitely. Um, especially right now, where people are realizing that um, you know they're losing faith in their local currency, and so people are really looking for other ways to um, you know expand and diversify you know their their investing or diversify their currencies as well. Um, and a lot of people are, are really getting more curious now about it. And especially when I think of other countries around the world, even like Africa, where their local currency and the economy is not the greatest, you know, cryptocurrency is something that's super um, popular there just because of um, those situations that they're in. And so a lot of people, um, especially with the pandemic going on, a lot of people are, you know, learning more about it, even investing or finding ways to even make money with it. Because of course, you know, you, a lot of people are realizing you can't only have one income stream. Um, after experiencing, you know, the pandemic that we're in also. So people are also looking at it as a way to diversify their income as well. Fair enough. So what's mm-hmm. next for Ashley exactly. Wright? Yeah, um, I like to say there's so many things I, I'm, I really am uh, working towards. Um, but one of the things I'm actually looking to launch very soon is um, another um, course in my academy. So right now I have my cryptocurrency course, but I will soon be launching um, an intro to blockchain technology as well. So I'm very excited um, about that. All right. Applications and whatnot. All right. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Okay, Ashley. So we're moving on to our purpose round, and this is where we ask a series of questions that require short answers, like two sentences max, if you can. Okay. So first question, okay. what, is right. your, what is your purpose? Do this. Ah, purpose is to help people um, become the best version of themselves. All right. And what is an everyday habit that adds value to your purpose? Oh, everyday habits. Um, I would say would be connecting with new people on a regular basis, um, whether through social media or other platforms, just expanding my network and getting out there more. All right. If you could have a conversation with one person living or dead, who would it be and why? Mm. Oh, that's a tough question. Oh my goodness. Um, The first person that came to mind, I'm going to say, um, I think right now would probably be Mark Cuban. Um, He's a billionaire entrepreneur, and he has tons of experience um, across lots of different industries. Okay. 
And what is your main strategy for organizing your day? Oh, definitely writing everything down. I have a book with me and I'm constantly writing down everything that needs to get done. All right. What was your worst moment and what did you learn from it? Worst moment. Um, mm, I want to say um, some of the goals that I had and, and failing um, is always something that can uh, bring you down a little bit. Um, but what helped me is changing my perspective on how I saw my failure. Um, so I would say learning to actually fail forward instead of keep letting that failure keep you down. Got you. If you had to build a business from the ground up with only a hundred dollars, how would you leverage that? Um, this might be a little bit cliche, but I would say cryptocurrency. <laughs> nah, it's <laughs> makes sense. Cryptocurrency. I, I mean, if you flip three hundred into into nine hundred that fast, I mean, you know, hundred dollars would be the would be the make would be to make the most sense. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What's the best advice you ever received? Mm, the best advice. Um, I'm going to quote. Um, there's a quote that helps me the most. I would say, "What the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve." I think that one is uh, one of my favorites that helps me the most. I like that one. Mm -hmm. list, list your top three most influential books. Yeah. Number one is going to be Mastery by Robert Greene. Definitely one of my favorite books. Um, the second one would be Rich Dad Poor Dad is another amazing book. And the third one, I'm going to say The Cash Flow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki. Those are three powerful books. Yeah, the third one is one of my, my favorites, too. It really helps yeah. me understand all the different aspects of what a business is, and it just breaks it down simply. Like I, Exactly. I That's amazing. Tell us something that you think is true about business that most people don't agree with you on. Um, I always say when it comes to business, um, to focus on... To focus on... Or as soon as you start your business, not to necessarily tell everybody about it right away. In terms, mm -hmm. when I say everybody, I mean specifically maybe friends and family, only because friends and family, especially when it comes to business, are the ones that may not um, support you the most right away. And I think that expectation that people have that yes, their family, friends that they're supposed to and that they will, that expectation some people can't deal with or get past that um because of that lack of support so i think that's probably the biggest thing yeah i definitely definitely feel you on that you know sometimes it's just better to just put your head down and just focus on getting stuff done uh because everyone has different experiences and different perspectives and you know at the end of the day it comes down to you and what you can accomplish so i definitely agree with that exactly yep it's so key is there any last piece of value you can leave with our listeners? Um, I think I'm thinking what I would end it with another quote. Um, 
this quote is is amazing. I love it. It's one of my favorite quotes. And for anybody that's ever watched the movie Coach Carter, it's also in that movie also. Um, so it says, our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our greatest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Absolutely one of my favorite quotes ever. And how can the Purposeful Story family reach out to you and learn more about your purposeful journey? Yeah, um, you can reach me. Um, my website is therightsuccess.com. Um, and also through social media, Instagram, um, as well as the right success as well. All right, Ashley, appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you so much, Kobe. I'm so excited to be able to do this with you. It's an honor. So thank you so much for having me. No problem. Anytime. And thank you, Purposeful Story family, for listening to the Purposeful Story podcast. And remember, live every day with purpose so all your actions are clear. Talk soon. This episode was edited by Clayton Bob of Precise AV Solutions, and the beats were created by DJ Nana. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. All it does is help drive more listeners to the value we're bringing to your eardrums. Thanks again for listening. Talk soon.